Hi guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, it's a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. We're glad that you found the podcast. You can listen and subscribe on YouTube. And you can also find the podcast anywhere that you can get your podcast. And we appreciate uh, your continued support. Okay, so this one, this one I was uh, I was pretty excited about um, because personally, um, this was such a great study for me. Um, and I hope that this can help you too. I was really, um, I was really happy to study this one. And, and after I kind of looked through some stuff, I was like, man, maybe somebody else needs to hear this. So, uh, what we're going to entitle this podcast is you got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. You got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. Okay. So let's, let's introduce it this way as we walk together. So I heard a man once say this. You know, everyone wants, you know, things in life to be easy or if not easy, minimum work required, or if not that, then essentially almost handed to them. So what happens when things in life don't work out that way? What happens in things in your Christian life? It doesn't work like that. So as soon as something goes wrong, instead of, you know, kind of going through the rain, it's replaced. Or we try to fix the problem or we try to, to kind of mask the problem. And so he mentioned, he said, sometimes the moment in our lives where we almost feel defeated and y'all know what that means to feel that way. When we feel defeated, then in order to kind of, I don't know the best word for it right now, but in over to, or in order to uh, kind of on to the next or whatever you want to say, Sometimes we'll, in order to justify it, we'll say things like, well, it must not have been for me. Or we'll say, well, it was, it was the job's fault. You know, the, the, the job, the manager, he was, you know, or, or this person, they were, they were this, or they were that. And so he mentioned in our lives, sometimes what if we got our wish? Meaning what if everything worked out the way that we wanted it to work? Have y'all thought about that before? It was kind of a crazy thought when I was, um, you know, listening to this, what if, what if everything like worked out for you, everything, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want, you know, if you want this job, well, you know, we're really not hiring right now, but you know, because, because you had a great interview, I'll, I'll make a spot for you. It just worked out. Right. Or, or what about, you know, you, you want this, you want this new car? Well, you know, I only have this much, you know, I was only to get this much to pay for the car. Well, you know, you seem like a really good person. So normally I don't do this, but you know what? I'll, I'll sell it for you for lower than the price that you're asking for. Things just worked out, right? You know, even in our relationship life, you know, well, you know, I, things are tough right now, but you know, you know, you're just a good person. We're just going to work it out. If things just work out, right? So, so what if everything just worked out? You know, he, he said, if everything just works out in your life, we would be weak. And I really thought about that as he said that. I was like, that's that's a pretty, it's a sobering statement, but it's actually pretty true. If everything that you wanted to work out just works out for you, we would be weak. And he said, we wouldn't know how to handle the greater things if you've never been rejected. You wouldn't know how to handle the greater things if no one ever told you no. You wouldn't know how to handle the greater things 
if thing if this didn't work out, you just wouldn't know how to do it because you don't know what it feels like to have to have to build again. You don't know. And so he says we always want greater in our lives. So think about it. Think about, you know, the things that you want to work towards in your Christian life, in your spiritual life, but also in your in your physical life. Think about some things that you want. And, and you know, you might not express this to other people, but just think about it for yourself. You know, you and I, we always want greater for ourselves. I don't know anybody, even to this day, you know, I don't know anybody that doesn't want better for themselves. So everybody wants greater. But sometimes we don't want to go through what it takes to be great or to get what's great. And so he mentioned without pain, without rain, there's no next level. There's no sunshine. And so I was listening to this. Uh, here's another thing as we kind of introduce this topic of you got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. There's this um, life coach, I guess you can call him. His name is uh, Matthew Hussey. And, um, you know, he, he basically talked about, you know, he basically takes certain principles in terms of, you know, relationships, jobs, whatever, and kind of meshes it all together. And so specifically here, he was kind of talk about, talking about like a job slash relationships. So he says, you know, everybody wants the prize. You know, everybody wants that new job. Everybody wants more money. You know, everybody wants that great relationship to work out. But he mentioned, he said, but when you get into the ring, you don't want to get hurt. He said, so think about it this way. He said, if you're a boxer, you want that prize, don't you? You want to be heavyweight champion of the world. Everybody wants the prize. But he said, how can a boxer, how can he win the prize without knowing that he's going to get hurt? He goes into the fight knowing that he's going to deal with some pain in order to get the prize. So he mentioned this. So in your relationships, current and past, in your job and all this stuff, he said, if we base every new thing, so every new guy, every new girl, every new job, if we base everything off of the fact of, well, you know, I want to do this, but I don't want to get hurt. Then guess what you're really doing? <laughs> You're really hurting the other person and you're hurting yourself. Well, you know, I really, I really want this. I really want this job. I really don't want to work for it like that. I really want this relationship, but look, I just don't want to get hurt. So, well, wait a second. In order to get certain things, you know, you have to go through and feel some hurt in order to get the, to get the prize. And so all this made so much sense. And so as I was thinking about this, you know, and, and studying, and we're going to look a lot into Ecclesiastes today, a lot, okay? So as we look about this, or as we look at this topic, we're going to look at, you know, the rain in our lives, you know, those rainy seasons, it's actually pretty amazing. So it's all about perspective. So before we move forward, I want to mention this, because um, I kind of fall into this category sometimes, and I know some other people can, when, um, when life is not going the way you want it, want it to go, sometimes it's very easy to, to give off the image that you don't care. And it's very easy to give off the image that uh, I'm straight. I'm good. Like you don't really feel what's going on. So in, in order to really get through those rainy days, you can't just like fake it till you make it. 
right? You can't just fake feel or, you know, you got to be, you got to be, you got to understand what's going on, if that makes sense. And hopefully this makes sense as we move forward. So here's a couple things that we're going to look at about you got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. So number one, rain only lasts for a season. Rain only lasts for a season. So we have to remember in terms of perspective on a lot of things, what we go through won't last forever. Okay. It's just, it's literally just here for a season. So like I said, let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter three. We're going to be here um, a while today. And I realized, man, I need to start reading Ecclesiastes more because this is so it's so practical. Sometimes when you think of Ecclesiastes, you just think about Ecclesiastes 12, one, or, you know, the, the last couple of verses of the chapter, which those are great, but there's so much more rich stuff in here that I would say, man, I got to go back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to go back and read this. So, so let's look at this Ecclesiastes chapter three, and let's look at verses. Let's look at verse one first. Okay. So remember we said rain only lasts for a season. So, Notice what our text says in, in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. To everything. Stop. <laughs> stop right there. So if you're taking notes, circle that phrase in verse 1. To everything. What's included in everything? Job loss. Financial loss. Pain. Hurt. Disease. Drought. Whatever you want to call it, to every single thing in this life, what did God say? Through through uh, through Solomon, to everything, the Bible says there is a season. Meaning, perspective-wise, whatever state that you find yourself in, well, Jordan, look, you don't understand. I've got to work two jobs to provide for my family. Well, you don't understand. You know, i got to, you know, I've been by myself forever, so I don't feel like, well, you don't understand. Well, wait a second. To everything, there is a season. So what you're going through is not meant to last forever, even though it feels like it is forever. So to everything, there is a season. And also to everything, not only is there a season, but there is a there is a time to every purpose under heaven. There's a time for what? A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. So remember the original statement that we that we mentioned in our introduction. What if everything in your life worked out? So what if what if throughout your entire life there was always a, you know, instead of a time to laugh, it was just always laughing. It was always uh you know, it was always building up. It was always fun. See, what God is trying to do and trying to teach us about life here in Ecclesiastes 3 is everything that we can go through, every single emotion that we can feel, all of them were never meant to last forever. 
just good times are not meant to last forever. But just bad times are not meant to last forever. Time to times to mourn, it's not meant to last forever. Times to laugh were not always meant to last forever. Why? So if we just want to pick certain things in life, then according to Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through four, if we want everything to be all sunshine and rainbows, if we want everything to be all good all the time, then according to Ecclesiastes, we're really not living life. Have you thought about that? You know, the things that we go through, it it shows you that you're living. But so many times, even in our Christian walk, in terms of mourning, in terms of, you know, healing, in terms of uh, weeping, we don't want those things to happen. But those things need to happen in order for us to live life the way that God said it was. To everything in life, there is a season. So think about this. Actually, before we get there, before we get there, let's keep reading. Look at verse 6 and and then 7. He says, there's also a time to get. There's also a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast or throw away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence, but then there's a time to speak. So if we kept the same concept, you know, what if what if everything in life worked out? So every time you wanted something, you got it. Well, I want this in my life right now. All right, cool. You'll get it. Or I want this. You'll get it. So what if what if you never had to wait for anything? What if you never had to be patient for anything? What if everything just always worked out? You're really not living life. There's a time to get some things. But there's a time to lose some things, too. But no one wants to lose stuff, do we? See, losing things, not getting everything, you know, being rejected from a job, not getting this job, not getting this, all that's a part of life. And so the the earlier we can understand Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 7, the better our perspective on things will be. So, but what I'm I'm not saying from verses one through seven, that when you are rejected, when things don't work out, right, that you should just, oh, well, you know, this is awesome. I'm not, I'm saying you should feel that because that will hurt. It will hurt. But understand that while you're hurting, you're actually living life. You're doing what, you're doing what a human's supposed to do. So how do we know this? It makes some quick application. So Jesus being God, were things always good for him? Did he always get everything he wanted? I'm reminded of Matthew when Jesus said, you know, the foxes have holes, the birds have nests, but I don't have anywhere to lay my head. And I'm, I created everything. So God didn't get everything. Was did God always, did Jesus always laugh? He did have, he did have times with his disciples where he fellowshiped with his disciples, where he was there at the marriage at Cana. But then when Lazarus died, Shortest verse in the Bible, in the book of John, what what does the Bible say? Jesus wept. And then, so Jesus knows what it feels like to be rejected because in Luke 17, he talked to the the rich ruler. He wanted the rich ruler to come follow him because he understood he can give him more. Rich ruler walked away from him. 
So did so everyone that Jesus wanted in his life, did they always stay? No. So even Jesus being God, he understands what it feels like to really live life because things didn't always even work out for him. Now, ultimately, he understood his mission and things did work out the way it was supposed to. But in terms of these things that happened during the course of his life, things didn't always work out for our Lord. So he lived out life. So think about this. Every physical season has a time, but it doesn't mean that you won't have to go through some things. What do I mean by that? Summer, it's really hot during the summer, right? But what do we say all the time? Man, I wish it was just a little bit cooler. Fall, it's very nice during the fall. It's beautiful, but some, man, I really miss the sun of summer though. Winter, oh man, it's just too cold. I can't wait for it to get hot again. Spring, man, I, I mean, it's it's okay, but I just can't wait for it to get consistently warm. You see, even during our physical seasons, we're so um, wishy-washy and fickle with it. Instead of enjoying what the season brings, we always look forward to the next one. Man, it's summer. I can't wait till fall. Man, it's fall. I can't wait till Christmas. Man, it, it's, it's, it's spring. I can't wait till summer break. You know what I'm saying? So instead of enjoying the season that God gives us, we always look forward to the next one. Well, wait, why not just deal with what's going on? Because fall can't get here without summer. Winter can't get here without fall. Spring can't get here without winter. So you need the previous season to get to the season that you want to get to. So if you want to gain certain things in life, you might need to lose. In order to laugh, you might have to have some time where you you cry by yourself. In order to, in order to you know, in, in order to, uh, you know, to love, right? Sometimes things might not have to work out. So understand the things that's happening in your life right now, it's just a season. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't, what's happening to you is not important and you shouldn't think that it is important because you're important. But understand that it's not meant to last forever. But notice how Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 10 ends. Watch verse number 11. He, remember, he just told us about what's going to happen in life, right? So verse number 11, if you're taking notes, circle and highlight all of 11. He, talking about God, if you really live life the way it's supposed to be, he has made everything. What's included in everything? Job, spiritual life, relationships, getting, whatever you want to put in there. If you live life the way that it's supposed to be lived like this, instead of just staying stuck in one time, he has made every single thing beautiful in his time. So now, The time to weep, the time to lose, the time to mourn. If you go through all those phases the right way, and we'll get into that in a second, 
But if you fully go through your mourning phase, if you fully go through your losing phase, if you fully go through, you know, uh, your rending phase, whatever that is, if you fully go through it, then those times where you laugh, those times where you gain, those times where you get the love now, those times will be beautiful because you went through the bad ones. You fully went through the bad ones 100%. God will make everything beautiful in his time. So if he has you in a time right now where you're mourning, where you just lost, where you're not laughing, feel every single thing. Don't try to don't try to don't try to replace it. Don't try to get some phony thing or 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 try to try to act like everything. Go through it. Because if if you don't do the work and going through it, you won't actually feel the beautifulness. That's not a word, but I'm just going to make it up. You're not going to feel the beauty of what's going to come next in the next season. Because it won't be real. Because you you really didn't go through those bad times the right way. And we're going to get through that in a second. But, okay, so now, understand this. That what you're going through right now won't last forever. Perspective, and this is a lesson that I'm currently learning too. Perspective is the key to living Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 11. Perspective. So in order to have perspective, you have to gain patience. You have to gain patience. There's this book. Again, if you're watching the video portion, you can see it. But I got this at uh, Barnes Barnes & Noble at one of my solo uh, Barnes and Nobles dates, which you should do that, right? Just saying, you know, when you have a free Friday, when you have a Saturday, you know, just go to Barnes and Noble, get a book, buy a book, you know, stay there, just read for a second. So there's a chapter, it's called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff by Richard Carlson. And there's a chapter talking about patience. And he said, being patient allows me to keep my perspective. I can remember even in the midst of difficult situations, that what's before me, my present challenge, even though it's a challenge right now and I'm feeling it, it isn't necessarily life or death. It's all about perspective. So all these seasons, remember the bad ones, mourning, crying, losing, all those seasons, what did he say? They're not meant to last forever. But understand that those seasons that you're in right now is just propelling you if you go through it all the right way. It's propelling you to have a greater getting season, a greater laughing season, a greater whatever season. So rain only lasts for a season, guys. You got this. You got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. Okay, so before we move on, again, I want to thank you guys so much for everything you've done for the podcast. If you want to support monetarily, um, you know, you can, you know, give so much each month, 99 cents, 4.99, 9.99. You can go to anchor.fm, www.anchor.fm slash when the scriptures become real slash support. And then you'll see the link there where you can uh, support the podcast monetarily. We already have a couple supporters 
And I'm so thankful for you guys. And hopefully we can continue to build this podcast. We have so many great things coming forward. forward. I can't wait to do this with you. All right. So you got this, guys. You got it. You know, there's no sunshine without the rain. Okay. So then number two, rain doesn't look great, but it might be what you need. Rain doesn't look great, but it might be what you need. So as kids, you remember when we were in school and uh, it would be, you know, raining pretty hard outside, even as, as kindergartners or whatever, you know, we would sing that song, you know, rain, rain, go away, come again another day, right? It's a cute song, right? It is a cute song. But the more you grow up and if you really go back and think about the words you were singing, I realize how wrong that song actually is in terms of for us and life and perspective. So rain doesn't look great. Everybody wants the sunshine. But what we were taught as kids, rain, rain, go away. So basically, the thing that we need, we don't want you right now. We want more sun. We want more sun. Rain come, come another day, but right now I'm not ready for this. So we need more sun. Well, wait a second. Notice what this does. Look at James chapter 5, guys. James chapter 5, and um, look at verse 7. James chapter 5, verse number 7. Okay, so remember what we just said in the previous point, that in order to get perspective, we got to have patience, right? So verse 7, what is the first thing he tells, he tells us to do in James 5? Be patient, brethren. Be patient, therefore, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, here's an example. So behold, the husbandman, or the farmer, he waits for the precious fruit of the earth, and he has long patience for it until he receives the early and the latter rain. So now, notice what the husbandman goes through when you really think about it. Now, think about what our brethren are going through in Scripture. They're going through persecution. You think that you think that's fun? For believing in God, for doing the things that they're supposed to do, they're going through persecution. So James is saying, be patient, therefore, brethren. So look at, look at the farmer. He waits so long to get the fruit that he's been waiting for. So during the sunny days, guess what he's doing? Working, 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 waiting. During the bad days, during the rainy days, what is he doing? Working, 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 and waiting. Does that feel like your life right now? Seems like no matter what you do, you know, and, and again, as you look at this, remember, it's all about perspective. It seems like just for you personally, all your life consists of is working, 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 waiting, working, 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 waiting, work, 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 wait. You get tired of that process, don't you? The process is not fun. And I'll attest to this personally. It's not fun, guy. It, it really isn't. It really is not. Okay. I, I wish I could say it was, but it's not. It's really not fun. But notice as you work, in the sunshine and you work in the rain, the farmer has long patience because he understands that that work's going to matter later until he receives the early and the latter rain. 
So here's here's the point that we're making here. <coughs> the point that we're making here is this. The dark seasons in terms of rain, drought, you know whatever you want to call it. The dark seasons in your life in my and this is just my opinion. But based off of certain principles in scripture, I believe the dark seasons are actually more important than the bright ones that everybody wants. Because in the bright seasons, you can continue to prepare for certain things, which is which is it's which is very useful. But the dark seasons, it actually builds you for greater. And so most times what happens is the bright seasons, the real ones, not the fake ones, we're going to get to that in a second. But the real bright seasons for people, they come to those who actually did the the work and who actually did the right things when it was dark. So you that stuck in the process of work, 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 wait, work, 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 wait. And when I mean work, I'm talking about you're putting in the spiritual work, you're trying to change, you're trying to do what God wants you to do. You're working physically. I mean, you're doing all this. You're waiting. You're doing all this. You're waiting. You're doing. That's fine. This, you're who I'm talking to right now. So though your bright season is going to be great because you did the right things when it was dark. So here's the danger of this. And here's the danger of, of trusting social media. And honestly, here's the danger of just trusting what you see of what other people are doing. So some people are on social media and some people in real life. They're really good at painting a picture that things are really bright for them right now. So what you can't do as you go through your seasons, what you can't do, you can't trust social media and you can't necessarily trust what you see from other people. Now, this doesn't mean you don't rejoice with them. Doesn't mean you don't weep with them, but you can't necessarily trust that everything's just amazing. So this is what I mean by this. I wish I could show you this picture, but there's a picture on my phone. Okay. And again, before I, before I say this, I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm not sipping the haterade right now. I'm just explaining what the picture is. Okay. I'm not sipping the haterade. Okay. So there's a picture on my phone of a couple. And this couple's kind of like in a like in an apple orchard or whatever it is. And you know those, you know those couple pictures, right, that you see on Facebook or Instagram. You know, you got you got the picture in the orchard and then you got the caption at the bottom. We were able to pick some some apples, but I got the best pick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, come on, man. Like again, I'm not I'm not hating, right? Do what you want to do, but I just and that might just be the single guy and me talking, but I just don't see myself, you know putting a caption like that out there, right? So again, like I said, I'm happy for those in that position. But again, when you see pictures like that, you can't necessarily, and even in real life, you can't necessarily believe that everything is Disney magical because it's not, okay? And so the picture that I described, right, of those two couple, of the of those couples, so you have the same couple and it's a side-by-side picture. And on the top, it says what you see and what you don't see. So on the left side, what you see, there's love, there's quote-unquote relationship goals, effortless bliss, eternal chemistry, 
happiness, eternal com- compatibility. That's what you see on the surface. So this is why you can't trust what you see in person and you can't trust what you see on social media. But on the other side, the same exact picture of what you don't see, it says you don't see coping with mental illness. You don't see learning to communicate needs and wants. You don't see the patients. You don't see hard conversations. You don't see, uh, you know, sitting with uncertainty. Do I really want to be with this person? You don't see trust issues. You don't see that stuff. You see what's on the surface. So I use that example to say that rain doesn't necessarily look great all the time, but it might be what you need. So what rain actually does, rain actually helps you to be real in terms of giving you what you need. But again, like we said before, in Ecclesiastes 3, nobody wants to go through a mourning season. Nobody wants to lose. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to weep. Nobody wants to work at this. Nobody wants to do that. But what the rain does, the rain in your life, that's a time for your work, 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 right? Wait, if you're in that mode, that mode gives you discipline. That mode gives you nourishment. That mode gives you strength. So doesn't the rain physically do that to the earth? So what the hard days are here for and the hard seasons, they're actually here to help sustain you for when the good days actually get here. But here's what so many of us do. So many of us fake the good days and then put the good days out there to try to show people that I'm all good. See, you can be that guy. You can be that girl if you want to. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to go through these days fully so that when the good days actually get here, not saying that I still won't have problems in good days, but I'll be more prepared for those problems when they come in the good days. So the question becomes, do you want to be the person who just always puts off a quote-unquote fake image that it's all good? Or are you actually going to put in the work so that it can be all good? Look at this. Go back. Remember, we said we're going to stick in Ecclesiastes. Go back. Let's go back to Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. This is this is so good and practical, guys. Ecclesiastes 5. And um, let's look at verses 10 through, uh, 10 through 12. So this is why I mentioned that picture. Because sometimes what 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 Solomon's going to write about is you don't want to just always show off the image that everything's all good. So I'm not saying that, you know, when something good doesn't happen that you shouldn't post it. But I'm saying if it's like an everyday, everything's all good post, here's why you shouldn't, in my opinion, this is just me. This is why you don't necessarily have to show that all the time. So Ecclesiastes chapter 5, look at verse 10. He that loveth silver, or now let's let's take silver as literal of what it is, but as we're reading it, we can also say silver as just getting and gaining things. So he that loveth silver, just getting things, will not be satisfied with silver. Nor he that loveth abundance with increased. For this is vanity. When goods or when things increase. So what can be included in goods? 
So silver was goods for them. So let's make it 21st century. What can be included in goods, quote unquote, for you? Money, job, guys, girls, cars, possessions. That can be included in our quote unquote goods today. So instead of going through your dark season, you'll just pick up another another can good. So and, instead of going through my season of mourning, instead of going through my season of weeping, well, let me just go and pick up another another can good of this. Let me pick up another can good of that so I don't have to go through this and, and really feel this. Okay. When goods increase, they are increased that eat with them. And what good is there to the owners thereof, saving the beholding of them with their eyes? So what so what good is it just to keep getting? To keep replacing? What what good is that? But watch verse 12. The sleep, watch this now. The sleep of a laboring man. So <clears throat> so when he talks about laboring man, yes, physically laboring, like that farmer in James chapter 5, but also the sleep of a laboring man, one who goes through his mourning season, one who fully goes through his weeping season, one who fully goes through his losing season, the sleep of a laboring man, the one who goes through everything, the sleep of that man. It's actually sweet because instead of just instead of getting more canned goods. You leave the canned goods alone. And you go through this. You see, here's here's another little tidbit as we move forward before we keep reading this verse in verse 12. When we talk about this. That little phrase there, verse 12, the sleep of a laboring man or a woman there. That's the that's the phase right there that many of us don't want to go through. I cannot tell you during my times of working with with youth and you know and, and with with other with other groups growing up, it's almost like we're afraid to do it on our own in a sense. And it almost feels like we're not comfortable unless we got somebody else along for the ride. What you're going to realize in our, and I, you know, I fell into this too, but what we're going to realize in our immaturity is when we take people along for a ride and we're not ready, we're going to be on that ride longer than we expected to be on the ride. But then number two, we're going to hurt the passenger. So this is why in verse 12, the sleep of a laboring man, the man who works through every season the right way, the sleep of a laboring man is sweet. How, how, how come it's sweet? Because I'm not replacing it with another canned good. I'm not replacing it with something else or with someone else. I'm not replacing it for fun. I'm not replacing it for a good time. My my sleep is sweet because I know I just got better today. There's a song, you know, I'm not, I like to name drop songs. There's a song on Spotify. Check this out by Gabe 
Bondock, B-O-N-D-O-C. That's my guy, right? Smooth, smooth, right? That's my guy. And I believe it's on a, his album's called Anything. And there's a song on that album called Good Thing, Good Time. And throughout that song, he says, so many of us in life, we replace a good thing just to have a good time. But then we realize at the end, the good time, it didn't last as as long as we thought it would. But the good thing, we realize, maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I should have valued the good thing rather than having a good time. So this sleep man here in verse 12, the sleep of a laboring man that goes through every season the correct way, his, his sleep is sweet because he knows he worked hard on himself and he worked hard physically that day because the text keeps saying it doesn't matter if he ate a little bit, doesn't matter if he ate a lot. The abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep. So here's the, here's the funny thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Here's the funny thing about life sometimes. Here's something that I, I would advise you to learn how to do. And I'm learning too, so I'm not saying I master this. Have the ability to just sit down and just watch people. So sometimes you don't have to say anything or do anything or you know, be a part of a circle. Just kind of sit there and just kind of look. And sometimes what he said in verse 12 is that the abundance of the rich, so those that always want another, another new canned good, something, something different, something fun. You know, the crazy thing about it is they'll spend their whole day having fun, spend their whole day doing fun things with fun people, but they can't go to sleep because they, in their heart of hearts, they know what I'm doing is not real anyway. I just want a feeling. See, that's the difference. Are you going to work in life for a feeling? Or are you actually going to work in life to actually go through a good season? So now, <coughs> this, is, this is so practical and so simple, guys. So now look at this. <clears throat> Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes 7. And look at verses uh, 9 and 10. Now, here's another another tidbit here that Solomon teaches us. So remember, we're talking about rain doesn't look great, but it might be what you actually need right now. So here's what we cannot do. Here's what we cannot do. So when we talk about this, Steps to kind of get through the rainy seasons. There's two ways to get through this. And he tells us in verse 9 and 10. So here's the first way, verse 9. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry. For anger rests in the bosom of fools. So now, remember, we're talking about those people that are in that in that phase of work, 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 wait. Work, 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 wait. Work, work, wait, work, work, wait, 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 right? Talk about those folks. So if that's you, in that work, 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 wait, right? We can't you, you know, all of us we tend to be kind of angry in that in that phase. Right? Why why 
And I've been here too, to be honest with you. You know, why am I working so hard? Why am I doing this? You know, why why am I why am I why am I working? Why am I doing all this? It's not working anyway. Anger rests in the bosom of fools. So here's what we gotta understand about that work that that the the man that was able to sleep because he labored hard. Here's what you gotta understand about work, guys. Work always pays off. I don't care if you get results right now. I don't care if you're not getting it doesn't matter. Work will always pay off. Always. So doing the work while you're going through whatever season, yet in the in the short term for you, it's it might, it's probably not paying off for you right now. But you're looking at everybody else, man, this group is having fun over there. And they're doing this over there. And they have that over there. They have all these people over there. They have they have that. He has this. She has that. I mean, what? You know what I mean? Like we can do that. But anger rests in the bosom of fools. So, you, so that anger has to subside. Then verse 10, here's the second step. Say not thou, what is the cause that the former days were better than these? So now the second step is subsiding from that anger. The second step is don't look back and say the previous days are better than the days that I'm living in. Why do you think that Solomon wrote that? The previous days are better than these. Why do you think he wrote that? Because what principle did he just teach us in Ecclesiastes 3? There's a time for everything. So verse 10 implies that you're trying to rush the process that you're in right now. So Solomon said, don't say that. Don't say that these days were better than these days. Every day is a season and God will make it beautiful in his time. So if you're not willing to go through the good days, you're not going to get bad. You're not going to get, or if you're not willing to go through the bad days, you're not going to get the good days. So now this is what he's saying here. Every day you have to find a way to be thankful. Or you'll just look back at at you wish this day happened or that day happened. Why? Look at the end of the verse. When you say this, you do not inquire wisely concerning this matter. So God doesn't deem it wise for us to look back and say, well, I want those days more than these days. I'm not saying that you can't have a good memory and look back at good memories. But he's saying, well, I, I want those days, not, not the days that I'm in. The Lord has you in the season that he needs you in right now. If you're willing to go through it. If you're willing to go through it. So now, as we look at this together. Here's three things. Here's here's three steps. Three steps to get through the dark. So we got those two, right? Of don't be angry and don't look on former days. But here's number one. Stop working on everybody else's problems. But you're not working on yours. Spend some time working on you. Two. Stop thinking that everybody else is worthy of something 
and you keep finding reasons why you're not. Three, stop thinking that your worth is found in the work that you do because it's not. You got to get through all these days. So you got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. All right, here's our last point. Last point, number three. Sunshine always comes after the rain. As hard as as the rain might come, the sun comes back to shine brightly. So if if you live where you're living right now, and, and when it rains, the sun always comes back. And sometimes you got that rainbow there, right? It's beautiful. But think about this for a second. We've seen some hard rain, right? We've seen floods. We've seen all that in our lifetime. But there's nothing that compares to Genesis chapter 7. So we just got back from the ark a couple months ago with our with our youth. And they explain uh, Genesis chapter 7 verse 11 where it mentions that the waters came from the heavens but also from the firmament. So So when it rained on the earth, it wasn't a, hey, what is that? That's a drop of rain. Oh, there's more drops. No, it was it was implosion, just rain from the from the heavens, rain from the bottom, just water, water everywhere. So as hard and we've never seen anything like that ever. There, there'll never be anything like that again. But think about it. As hard as that rain was, what showed up in Genesis chapter nine? God's promise. God's promise showed up. He said, this, this rainbow right here, it's a token. It's a promise to you. So think about this. So what was God teaching Noah? That even then, there's a season for everything. So the real good days, the real ones, not the fake ones or the phony ones. The real ones. The real good days come to those who deal with the bad ones the right way. So during your season of losing, of mourning, of weeping, during those seasons, if you handle that correctly now, when it's your time, and here's something that I want to mention too. We have to, we have to believe that we got a time coming. And and I'm really talking to myself too, honestly, because sometimes it's hard to believe that you're going to have a time, but you're going to have a time because God said he's going to make everything beautiful in his time. So notice his last verse, Psalm chapter 23, verse four, Psalm 23, verse four. And obviously, you know, we understand, you know, the beauty of Psalm 23, but there's a little thing in verse 23 that I've missed for years, but it's right here or verse four. I'm sorry. So notice David's talking about how he's walking and things weren't always good for David, but notice what he says at the beginning of verse four. Yea, though I walk through the valley. so notice David understood that I'm going through a valley, but the only way to get out of it is not to just stay here and wish it away 
or replace it with phony things to feel better. The best way to get out of it is to walk through it with him. How do I walk through the valley with him? You go through the days that you need to go through with the right attitude and the right demeanor. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'm not going to fear any evil because I know that during the good days, you're with me. During the bad days, you're with me. During the good days, your rod and your staff comfort me. During the bad days, your rod and your staff comfort me. So I can walk because I know that no matter what season I'm in, whether I just lost, whether I just gained, no matter what season I'm in, I know you're there. That's why Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 7, don't wish about former days because you have to believe and understand that God is still with you today, just like he was then. You got this. There's no sunshine without the rain. Oh, dude, <clears throat> I needed this one today. I needed this one today. This was a, this was good. This was, this was a booster for me today. I really needed this one. Um, this is, I mean, it's just so practical and looking through Ecclesiastes. I mean, we just looked at a couple verses, but I really need to go back and really study that chapter on my own. Uh, but guys, I just want you to, to believe that, um, you know, things are going to work for you. You know, understand that the Lord's here to help, but, you know, he wants your commitment. And, you know, that's something that all of us can do better, myself included. Um, and so as we keep working for him and doing his will, Matthew 6, Matthew 28, right? If we do all these things that he asks us to do, he'll take care of us. He'll take care of us. So I hope this was able to help you guys today. Um, Lord willing, next week we'll be back on Monday with another podcast. Appreciate you guys. we got some great things coming up. we got some great things coming up. I can't say it right now, but we got some great things coming up, and I can't wait to announce it to you. So appreciate your support for listening. Thank you guys for always, uh, you know, being here and listening and we will see you guys next week. Thanks guys.